Hello, hello, my friends. We are on day 23. 10 more days left. You totally got this. I'm so glad that you have showed up, even though I have slacked. Um, yes, but we're getting caught back up. So there you go. And we are with the great St. John Paul II. I'm Karen. I love you. And I'm so glad that you're here. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dios te salve, María. Llena eres de gracia, el Señor es contigo. Bendita eres de entre todas las mujeres, y bendito el fruto de tu vientre, Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros los pecadores, ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. En nombre del Padre, el Hijo Espíritu Santo. Amén. All right. So, let's keep truck in here. We are on day 23. It is called maternal mediation. So we talked about how awesome St. John Paul II is, Pope, um, St. Pope John, Pope St. John Paul. I don't know. St. Pope John Paul. I don't know. Either way, he's the saint. Andy was the Pope. So there you go. And so um, Father Gately specifically talks about how he is a triple gift, right, of um, uh, of Marian consecration. Um, he is a Marian saint. So um, he is like totally amazingly smart and trained in theology obviously he was a pope a bishop a, i mean a priest a p bishop a pope cardinal whatever yeah you know and then also he's the pope so he carries authority of the teachings of the church right so speaking of teachings of the church one of the things that happened um during his pontificate yes um oh sorry uh is uh, the conclusion of the Second Vatican Council. So um, a Vatican Council is, um, oh my gosh, I get this, sorry. Oh, I, ugh. A Vatican Council is when uh, basically there can be something going on in the church. So they, uh call together basically the entire congregation of cardinals and bishops and um make decisions right um so it was um from 1962 to 1965 right um, is how long this council met. Um, and they talked about the church in the modern world because when modern, modern problems require modern solutions, right? Yes. So we all know the meme. So, um, basically that's what happens when the world is changing and we're not addressing those things or we're not talking about those things. The church says, Hey, we need to get everybody together and to talk about this. And so there are like, this is the authority of the church because it's the entire like college of Cardinals, right. That come together. And, um, and this 
particular one. There was a lot of teachings that came out of this, and particularly a Maryology doctrine. <laughs> Maryology. That's a real thing. Like study of Mary, right? Um, so, all right. So basically there were these really serious issues going on, things that could not be resolved at a local level. So like, you know, there are some things that they're like, okay, you decide that it's your own church or in your own diocese or even in your own country. Like we have a, um, congregation called the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops that oversees the United States, the Catholic Church of the United States. So there's these different levels, but there was too much stuff going on. So they called together the Second Ecumenical Council of the Vatican, also known as the Second Vatican Council, right? Um, And during this, they put out eight teachings, right? Um, Lumen Gentium, this is the name of the teachings. And the eighth and final teaching that came out of this was um, the teaching, it was called the Dogmatic Constitution of the Church, also known as Lumen Gentium. So, I mean, this is like a big deal, right? This is like a, this influences our faith, like big time, right? So there you go. Um, They're speaking for the whole church. And what this final one talked about, the eighth one talked about, talked about was Mary's maternal mediation. So um, when they talk about maternal mediation, obviously we can talk about the two parts of that. One is maternal. We know that means like Mary as our mother and mediation, which basically means her intercession for us. So we're just going to explain that a little bit, what that means. So um, I hope you know what mother maternal means. Yeah, (laughs) do I have to explain that to you? But also don't forget that um, Jesus gave us his mother when he was on the cross, when he said to John, this, behold your mother, and then to Mary, behold your son. Uh, This was when she was given to all of us as our mother. Jesus loves us so much. He even shares his mom. I mean, come on, right? Like who wants to share their mom? Basically nobody, but you know, he did not with like a few brothers and sisters, like the whole world. I mean, he's just really good to us. So anyway, okay. The second half of that is, as a mediator. So if you've heard that word before, you kind of might've heard that like in a court or a law setting, a mediator is a person who is basically the go between, between two people that are trying to bring them some unity, right? So they maybe have disagreement, right? And, um, the mediator is working with both sides to try to bring them together to some kind of not, it's more than an agreement, right? It's like, in a, it's, a, it's unity. They're unified into one in, in certain aspects. So in understanding, first of all, that Jesus Christ is the mediator. He is the great mediator, obviously stood between humanity and God (laughs) and saved us all. So, all right, Jesus, that like, you know, that's a big deal. (laughs) 
right? That's like our whole faith. So what we have to understand is like after sin entered the world, we required a mediator because we could never get our way back to God without him. So he stood in between us and and God and brought us back in union with him, in unity with him. So now someday when we all are saints in heaven, right? We are going to be um, in communion with God because of the great mediator. So in understanding that, first of all, Jesus is the greatest mediator. He's always the mediator for us to God. So then why are we calling Mary mediator? So here's a couple of things that we have to remember. First of all, like I said, Jesus, God is so, so good to us. He gives us things because of his grace, not because he requires it, but most of the time because we do, right? Because we need things to understand in our humanity. We don't understand his divinity. So he gives us amazing things to help us come back to him. So first of all, he, although he's the great mediator and the one and only mediator for us to heaven, he wants to share that role of mediator with Mary, with everybody. Hey, you, you are called to be a mediator between someone and God. Not because he needs you, because he is giving you a great gift to help lead someone to Christ, right? Like, that's amazing, like, that we can be grace to another person because God is so good to us that he shares this role of mediator, not just with Mary, but with all of us. But when he shares it with Mary, it is in a very unique and important role because she was his mother, right? So um, he wants us all to participate in the work of salvation, literally called us his hands and feet, right? We are the body of Christ because, not because he needs it, because he wants to give us this. Do you remember when we talked about merits and how when we do good things and, you know, we know of God's abundant grace. Like we have these good feelings and we have reassurance. We have peace. We have all of these spiritual fruits, right? Like God gives us this role as participating in salvation, right? Because he knows that this is good for us. It gives us an active role in the work of salvation. So praise be to God that he does that for us. Um, But in understanding that it says Mary's role in the ongoing work of salvation is by far the most important. She was given an important role, not from some inner necessity on God's part, but from divine pleasure because he loves to share good things with us, right? And especially with his mom. Because he is so kind, so generous, so loving that this is what he does for us. So um, it goes on to quote a little bit of the uh, document, the Lumen Gentium, right? Um, The dogmatic constitution of the church. Um, But I'm just going to paraphrase it a little bit. So it talks about how the Blessed Virgin Mary was on the earth On this earth, the Virgin Mother of the Redeemer, and above all others, and in a singular way, the generous associate and humble handmaid 
of the Lord. The generous associate, remember, because God generously gave her the role, special role, right, um, in the work of salvation. And she, in turn, gives that grace to us, right? And humble handmaid because she perfectly submitted her will to the will of God. Her heart matched his heart. Her will matched his will. So, um, and she did this because she said yes, right? In her fiat, she agreed. She conceived Jesus. She brought him into the world. She nourished him with her body. She presented him in the temple and she stayed with him until his very death, crucifixion on the cross, um, stayed with him and she fully cooperated in all of this, right? So, um, and it says the way she cooperated by her obedience, faith, hope, and burning charity in the work of our Savior in giving back supernatural life to souls. So in the work of salvation, she said yes from the beginning all the way to the bitter end when he was on the cross and then got to see the joy of his resurrection because she was there, right? Now, this is what she did for Jesus, right? All of these things. Remember, Jesus gave Mary to us as mother when he was on the cross. So what does that mean for us in the order of grace, right? Um, that she sustained this with him all the way through. Now, to this day, stands with Jesus, queen of heaven and earth, because she will stay completely in God's will, love, perfection, right, with him, right, um, until he comes again. So she's still there, right, doing his holy will, which is bringing us to salvation, right? That's what she wants to do. So um, through her maternal char charity, she cares for the brothers and sisters of her son who still journey on earth surrounded by dangers and difficulties until they are led to the happiness of their true home. That's us, y'all, right? Like Mary said yes from the beginning, says, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to do everything I can to have everyone know who Jesus is and to dispense all the grace um, until Jesus comes again, right? So we're still waiting for that. And because she is our mother too, she does the same thing for us. She is going to stick with us through all of it, through the crosses, through the resurrections, through the death, through the dying, through the, the sacraments, the separation, everything that we go through in our sinfulness and our coming back to the church, everything, she will stay right with us because that's what she does, right? So that is that maternal mediation. She says, I will lead you back to Christ over and over and over and over and over to the umpteenth billionth time that you need to be brought back to Jesus because I am your mother and I do the, will give you the grace, right? The grace of God to keep coming back because I, as your mother, will stick with you through everything, right? <laughs> Y'all, that's amazing. That is absolutely 
amazing. So she, her cooperation with God's plan of salvation above all others, she does it better than all of us, right? That's why she has this special role that, um, she cared for Jesus. She cares for us. She's in heaven. She still cooperates, right? In God's plan for salvation. She's still doing it just because she's in heaven and not here on earth doesn't mean she's not interceding for us anymore. She's still doing it. Not only is she doing it, she's doing it constantly, constantly with maternal charity, meaning loving us like a mother, like no other person can, right? She brings us the gifts of eternal salvation. So (laughs) I'm just saying, I love this. right? Um, As a daughter and as a mother, both, because um, as a daughter, I know that my mom loves me um, in a way that nobody else can love me. I also know that my mom is a person and no matter how hard she tries to love me perfectly, she can't because she's a person, right? I also know that because I too am a mom. I love my kids more than anything on the face of this earth, right? I would do anything for them, but I know that I don't love them perfectly because I'm not God, because I'm not Mary. I can't do that. So what a huge um, relief and comfort and weight off my shoulders to know that Mary is mothering with me, that Mary is mothering me in the most perfect way of leading me to Jesus Christ, because ultimately at the end of the day, that's my job is to lead my kids to Christ more than providing for them, more than even encouraging them, giving them anything, providing for them, all of those things. At the end of the day, my job is to lead them to Jesus Christ. And my mom has raised me (laughs) to have my my faith and to have a strong faith. And I'm so grateful for the witness that she is and for the dedication she had um, and continues to have um, leading me to Christ. And I'm so grateful that Mary has mothered me with my mom and Mary has mothered my children with me because just like my mom won't be with me forever, I won't be with my kids forever, but they will always always have the loving maternal mediation of Mary leading them straight to the heart of Jesus. So, um, no question today, just love your mom. (laughs) Yes, because moms love us like no other, because moms aren't perfect, but moms do need to be reminded that, um, we know they're trying, right? We know that they love us. Um, So remind your mom today that she's doing good, not to worry where she feels insufficient. Mary fills that for her and love your mom. So yeah, there you go. That's easy homework for you, right? (laughs) Yes. All right. So uh, let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Totally yours, Immaculate Conception, Mary, my mother, live in me, act in me, Speak in me and through me. Think your thoughts in my mind. Love through my heart. Give me your dispositions and feelings. Teach, lead, and guide me to Jesus. Correct, enlighten, and expand my thoughts and behaviors. Possess my soul. 
Take over my entire personality and life. Replace it with yourself. Incline me to constant adoration. Pray in me and through me. And let me live in you and keep me in this union always. Amen. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, alrighty. So, I love you. God loves you. Mary loves you. Yes. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.